1: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I
2: dot A wine cellar, a child pageant queen, an unsolved murder. I'm Jason Horton.
3: I'm Rebecca Lieb.
2: And this is Ghost Town. you i'm I'm ready it's pretty exciting i'm ready to be excited
3: so i first and foremost i was very into like true crime stuff as a kid um and then i kind of like bled into ghost stuff supernatural then more like haunted history i feel like it went from like kind of more specific to general but um you're back i'm back baby back in the saddle I'm, i'm here i'm ready to go we're moving forward but this is a special one because uh I was thinking about what episode I wanted to do, and this will come out on the nineteenth, which will give you a lot of time right yeah. before Christmas. There's a lot of like, Christmas-themed murders. Yeah, but this one is very, very close to my heart because I feel like we watched it unfold. Like it was one of the first things that I ever um, was kind of conscious of happening on a national level. And then
2: twenty-four hour TV is well full yes, in effect at this time. Absolutely, so like this is the coverage 90s. is nonstop.
3: Absolutely, so. Today I'm gonna to talk about 755 15th Street in Boulder, Colorado, the Jean Bonnet Ramsey House. Yeah! yeah! It's pretty fucking great. Yeah. It's it's also like it's so picturesque. Like it's there's so many things that are happening in the story. Every detail is so interesting and juicy. It's not like, oh, there's like a bunch of bullshit. It's like, no, the paper is the from the pad of the house. Like every bit that came out in '96 and beyond. Was like holy fuck, but first I want to talk about the house. And I printed out some pictures for you to look at. It's it's a giant like alpine house. It's like you know very green. It's super like I mean these are pictures from uh, from when it went went on sale in twenty fourteen, which uh, was the the latest piece of news that I kind of read up on. Um, But it's expansive. It's really nice.
2: it's like both the first and last place you think a murder would
3: happen. Exactly, exactly. And it's almost like McMansion-y in a way, but it's it's kind of like it's like beautiful and ugly. Like the rooms have you know when there's exposed brick on the inside of a house where you're like, why is this brick exposed in here? It doesn't make any sense. And there's carpet on the ground but there's exposed brick up up yeah. here. Like there are things that just like didn't make sense and it's just cavernous. And the idea also of being a kid and staying in this house and like just wandering around. Your parents are like in a different part of it. I mean, that's essentially like what kind of happened depending on who you're talking to. Um, but first I want to get into the Ramseys and I'm gonna get into the house, and then we're gonna keep fucking going. We're not gonna stop. We ain't gonna we'll never stop. Well, I said that a couple times today. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Is it old yet? Or no, 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 no. Okay. We'll, we'll eventually stop. That's fair. Um, so John Ramsey was born in nineteen forty three in Lincoln, Nebraska. And he graduated from Michigan State. He joined the Navy. He was a civil engineer. He worked in the Philippines. He was like so like baller from the start. He was just like dude sought after. He but he like weird things followed him too, which is also kind of a theme of this. Like tragedy, um, and strange intersections of different murders and tragedies. But I digress. So he first married married his uh, college girlfriend and they got divorced. Uh, they had three children. one of them died in a car crash when she was twenty two. So that had already been like a huge trauma in his life. And actually Jeannet Ramsey is buried next to this woman um, in Atlanta. Like
2: her, would be her it would be her half half sister. Okay. yeah
3: um so he already had to deal with that. but in nineteen eighty nine he formed the advanced product group which was uh, one of three companies that became Access Graphics that like merged and merged and then suddenly was bought by Lockheed Martin. So he had his like a ton of money all of a sudden. Uh, Patsy Ramsey, Patricia, graduated from high school. Uh, She went to Western Virginia University. She was in a sorority. She won the Miss West Virginia Beauty pageant title at 20, got her degree in journalism, and then at 23 met... uh, John Ramsey and they got married like very soon after that. So they kind of, I couldn't find out exactly where they met, but it was like his second marriage. He was like an older, like wealthy dude. And she was this 23 year old beauty queen. Um, So already kind of a interesting dynamic, not, you know, unknown to our culture. They had their first uh, kid, their son Burke on January 27th, 1987. And then three years later on August 6th, 1990 uh, there was John Bonet. And the first weird thing that I think everyone thinks about is like the portmanteau of like John and Benet, which is John Ramsey's first and middle name, John Bennett. But it's like, let's name our little girl this to like her father's first and middle name and like, let her live her life. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, how Britney Spears, sister, uh, Jamie Lynn, which is like, Jane, it's like, my dad's name and my mom's name. Yeah, it's gonna be my name now. Yeah, you know, it just feels very like weird,
2: non-individual, like, lack of individuality. Maybe like it's a lot of imposing. Maybe, yeah, it was also or- like
3: expectation and like reverence. We already have the same last name. Like egotism- <laughs> I know we already like how much do you want yeah. of me? Um, so that's always the thing that like struck me as pretty creepy. So six years go by. Um, they move in 1991 to Boulder, where the Access Graphics headquarters is located. The Ramseys purchased their 7,240-square-foot 15-room Tudor-style house at 755 15th Street for $500,000, 1991. Pretty good deal. Yeah. Pretty good deal, Um, according to the Boulder County records. So they're in this giant cavernous home. Everything is, like, pretty chill until December 25th, where John and Patsy Ramsey say they last saw their six-year-old daughter alive at bedtime, um, and their nine-year-old son Burke kind of around the same time they're like both going to bed at 5 30 a.m on December 26th 1996 she realized that Patsy realized that her daughter was missing after she found a two and a half page handwritten ransom note on the kitchen staircase the note demanded one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars for the child's safe return which is very specific yeah well it's almost the exact value yes. of the bonus her husband yes. had received earlier this year yes. what the fuck yeah already like what is yeah. happening yeah. you know i wish i could have found more about christmas though like what does john Bonet get for like what do rich parents like did they get like the dopest toys yeah. kind of a thing or like
2: like a like high yield bonds
3: yeah yeah just like some exactly some investments in their yeah. name kind yeah. of a thing i don't know i couldn't find out um there's not a lot of pictures too of how the house looked like as you want you might imagine, like, at that time. Like, I, I was, like, dying to see Jean Binet's room. There's some good documentaries out there, too, that kind of illustrate Yeah, time happened. has gone, and there's
2: always a lot of revisiting. A exactly. Lot of, uh, in the interviews, and you rewatch we, them. We
3: love it. I mean, we love this because there's so many weird things about it, yeah. you know? So Jean Benet also, like, I didn't mention this. She had won a bunch of titles as a child beauty pageant queen. Her mom was her coach, obviously. Like, tale as old as time. Kind of like a drop dead gorgeous style. Like it's like a caricature of what, you know, like who thought that things yeah. wouldn't go wrong? Kind of a thing. Yeah. You know? It's
2: a, it's a celebrity uh, unsolved celebrity crime. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's automatically it checks off a bunch of boxes that mm-hmm. Americans in the world and news. I mean, it's just it's just perfect for that.
3: Exactly. And have you seen footage of Bonnet, Ramsey? I, I
2: just recently, maybe in the last year, mm-hmm. uh, was watching, um, I was really interested in watching the interviews of the mother and father. Yeah, I
3: mean, that's that's a whole, like there's yeah. so many, like I went down like the whole The brother, the yeah. brother it's a whole, so fucked up. Like it's yeah. so, it is such a weird dynamic. This house too also reminded me of the house in the staircase, kind of, oh, um, yeah. where it's like, I know it's in a different part of the country, but it's like a giant house, like very like rustic Tudor style. And it's like, Who knows what fucking happens in there? You know? Um, And this house also plays a big part in the murder, um, murder, whatever people theorize to have happened, uh, because it's like, it kept her kind of mysterious. It kept the, well, we'll get there. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, and I don't want to do that.
2: You want to pace yourself.
3: Secrets, but I'm so excited. Okay, so back to the ransom note. It was unusually long, um, and I read it too, and it's like pretty boring, honestly. Like, it's kind of like a fucking dumb, boring, like, not like we're not talking clippings of letters, we're just talking general handwriting, yeah, on informative, of minimalistic, yeah, like not like super mean, you know, like it was, it was just like, Can you deliver this, deliver this money, and 100% she'll live. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, what are we fucking doing? Um, nothing good, it seems. <laughs> so, basically, the ransom note was really long, and uh, the FBI told the police that it was very unusual for a note to be written at the crime scene like that. The police believe that the note was staged because it didn't have any fingerprints and in- included an unusual use of exclamation par- marks and acronyms. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like hundred percent like, and I actually, I don't know if I totally agree with this. There weren't a ton of exclamation marks, but it was again, kind of friendly, kind of boring, Yeah. no intimidation factor. I'm always
2: interested in like, uh, hand, uh, handwriting analysis from yeah. a psychological point of view, totally. what, what all that means.
3: Um, The note and a practice draft were written with a pen and pad of paper from the Ramsey home. According to a Colorado Bureau of Investigation report, there are indications that the author of the ransom note is Patricia Ramsey. However, they couldn't prove it. And that's a huge theme of this too. It's like, all these things point to this, but we can't fucking prove it. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of theories going on. Yeah, a lot of patsy. I was just talking to my wife, Michelle. She's... Mm -hmm. I watched it with her. She's very, 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 very into uh, this case. Yeah. And she's, she's, she's super familiar. And the theories that are, are kind of going on right now, I think, I don't know if this is her exact one, but she has like kind of like a working theory.
3: Oh fuck. Well, she, she's right into us.
2: I, I'll, I'll be. Michelle, her I'll, by proxy, I'll be. Ghost
3: town pod <laughs> at um, Gmail. <laughs> she, she, yeah. Um, so the only people known to be in the house on the night of jean Bonnet's death was her immediate family. Burke, her brother, Patsy, and John. The ransom note contained specific instructions that the police and friends should not be contacted, but Patsy telephoned the police at 5 52 a.m. Um, she called her family or friends. Everyone knew. She put it on Facebook. She sent out a couple tweets. That's so interesting. Yeah, Sky writing.
2: What, did, you, did she put is it? Was
3: it on Facebook? No, no, Oh, okay, because I was like... <laughs> no, it's not, it didn't exist. Because I was like,
2: yeah, Facebook was, would to put it. But, but that is fact. interesting, though, When mm-hmm. how, like, you know, unfortunately, tr- crime like this will somebody will be putting it on Facebook and that will become part yeah. of like the evidence of one know. something or something. Yeah, no,
3: it's very true. And just the way that the law is changing because of email, because of social media is really fascinating too. Yeah. I would love to talk to someone about that. When I worked on um, an investigation discovery show, that was like, we did a couple episodes of, of kind of more contemporary things. Yeah. Um, uh, like for example, Oh my God, I forget or Gypsy. Um, oh, the Gypsy uh, Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how like she posted on Facebook when she was essentially telling the world that her mom died. Yeah. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was a huge part. Like Facebook played a huge part in this murder, which is so That's fucking the, surreal yeah, nowadays. Yeah. Um, not in this murder net, though. No, no. no okay. Um, well, you know, we
2: should, let's, let's take a little break. Okay, let's take a little break and we'll come right back. I'm gonna get some water. Yeah, you get some water and we'll we'll get we'll get back into this.
3: Sounds good. Ooh.
0: The Angie's list you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
1: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality.
2: We're back, and I know everyone's very upset because we haven't mentioned the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> and they do. And our pizza's not here yet. Yeah. And I'm very pizza's not here hungry. yet, and we haven't mentioned the Patreon, but uh-huh. we get two bonus episodes a month. Yeah. There's another tier where you can get mentioned on an episode, and a, you can mention maybe a website, or if you have a podcast, this is oh. a great place to do whatever it is. Could be anything, could be nothing. Yeah. Uh, it's patreon.com slash ghost town pod. It can help support the show. It helps support can go, us. We can do things it's on the Christmas. location. It's yeah, Come on. It's Christmas. Yeah, it is Christmas. What are you, what are we, we're in the Christmas kind of zone here. We're in Christmas zone. Yeah, what are real. you, before we get into. Before
3: we get back uh, to it. <laughs> be- be- yeah, let's emphasize that this is a Christmas app. Yeah, so. Christmas you themed. You have to
2: hear what we are also we doing. We had some
3: Christmas pizza with pineapple and mushrooms. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now you yeah. know I don't like olives.
3: Now, now you know, you guys. Yeah. Out on the airwaves. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not doing anything for Christmas, which I love. I love being in LA over Christmas. Um, because first of all, this is like a very work obsessed town, but when you're here over Christmas, nobody is here. It's like pretty emptied out. And then the people who are here are in this like weird headspace of like, whatever. It's like, like but guess, it's also like oh, a lot of reflection. I imagine whatever. Yeah. Or just like got a party to go. Like I gotta do something. Like, I think everyone's like so eager to like hang out or just like do an activity. It's great. And it's also, it's the end of the
2: year. People are probably thinking a little bit like, what have I, what, what have I done this year?
3: Mm hmm. I had a Christmas party last year, and a guy I went on one date with, um, I invited him. I knew him through friends. But I invited him if he wanted to come to my Christmas party and like bring some friends or whatever. He was the first person there. He was wearing a a Santa hat. He brought a big thing of tequila that he finished himself, and he was the last guy to leave. (laughs) This is a Christmas miracle. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Did did anything kind of come from that?
3: Uh, The last text he sent me was he was like I want to cook you you're so interesting I want to cook you a chicken dinner yes or no and then he sent me the emoji of um, you guys can't see this but it's like two arms like making an X what do you think that means I don't know never heard from him again I
2: I I would like it if he ended it though he's like you're really interesting I want to cook you and just stop
3: <laughs> <laughs> that'd be i'd be like interesting. yeah that'd be like ooh, ooh dangerous uh, you're news. interesting too yeah. <laughs> um
2: yeah I, this is uh, this is a little it's not uh, not so fun fact i've been in uh, living in california at least uh, most of it in la for about mm-hmm. 14 years um aside from one other year this will be the f- only other year that i have not gone back to new york <laughs> slash new jersey
3: oh what are you doing
2: Las Vegas,
3: baby. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah. Vegas. Yes. Rat pack. Well,
2: that's where Michelle Buffets. went to Las Vegas last year. And then I actually flew back from New York and met her in Las Vegas. But mm-hmm. traveling to New York when you have like a family that's like a, a big family and everyone's all over the place, it's just a lot of shuffling around. I got actually a real you know, it was food poisoning or a really bad flu. It was like out for two days. Ugh. And I'm just getting too old and tired. It was mm-hmm. just had like a long trip in Europe. I don't really feel like getting on another plane. Yeah. So this will be uh, kind of interesting, but I think... I think
3: Actually, it's going to be pretty fun, I think.
2: Yeah, I, I think I, I, the thing about tradition, like, oh, mm-hmm. but this is what I do.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you know, I want to physically be there. I just don't want to, you know, besides the fact that it's cold, but everyone's running around. Like, no one has, like, time for me, and yeah. I'm very demanding.
3: Yeah. You need a place that will give you the attention you deserve, which is... Las Vegas, yeah. Nevada.
2: Yeah, it's just some kind of Christmas themed mm-hmm. f- slot machines, yeah, slot
3: machines, buffets. Like sh- you know, like the people there. It's gonna be an interesting crew. Yeah. you have to report back because, yeah. man, it's gonna be yeah, a bunch of people like down in their luck, a lot of divorced dads. <gasps> oh at bad, yeah, just fucking shooting the shit, seeing what they find. You know,
2: it's funny you talk about divorced dads, and I don't want to, uh, I don't want to tease too much, but a episode uh bonus episode that is patreon only
3: oh gonna
2: reference divorce dads <laughs> letting you know right now Rebecca. and if it
3: doesn't yet we'll make sure it does it'll <laughs> work it does, you're working, working in there <laughs> we're working in because we yeah. make promises yeah. that we keep yeah here so there, it, Ghost Town.
2: it's it's uh, divorce dads is kind of like the focus of this oh. bonus episode so patreon.com mm-hmm. slash also, if there's any single divorce
3: dads, dads that listen to the podcast I mean, I'm interested. Yes. Yeah. You, you don't have to be divorced. I, you don't know, really yeah. you think you about a it. Dad, divorced dad, not a dad. Dad,
2: not divorced. Married dad. Dad, not. I don't care. You don't, you don't even have to. Come to my Christmas ha-
3: party. You don't even have to
2: be anything. You could just be an idea.
3: As as you are. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, how about it just be a concept? <laughs> yeah. The concept of, I don't know, uh, yeah. everlasting life, the exactly. concept of um, happiness. Yeah.
3: It's uh, youth in society. Yeah. I don't know. Be a term paper. I don't care. It doesn't care. matter. You're I don't fa- fa- care. The point is
2: wear a santa hat and bring a, a thing of tequila. tequila uh
3: yeah chain smoking how as well.
2: just before we get into it we're gonna get into it we're gonna we'll get soon. into it um it's christmas
3: it's christmas uh, come on like, yeah, do I, in my whiny jewish yeah. it's christmas yeah like, yeah
2: two jews <laughs> letting you know that it's christmas yeah, everybody yeah, it's uh-huh.
3: our christmas episode we,
2: we want to cash in on christmas yeah, please
3: like that too we like commerce <laughs> yeah. I do, hanukkah shit yeah Hanukkah, too. I hate Hanukkah parties. I just want to say quickly. How many you go to, I a, I've i got a couple. It's just like everyone, okay. I like a latke, latke. Yeah. yeah. But like, you go to a Hanukkah party, it's so hot because people are frying things for four hours. Oh, And you're yeah. sitting here playing a dreidel. You're eating shitty chocolate gelt. Wow. Yeah. You give me a Christmas party with some eggnog any day. Yeah. Well, what were you going to say?
2: Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to even get into. Patreon? I no, we already talked <laughs> about. We already talked about the Patreon. Okay, I'm good. Ga- More I'm ga- Patreon? No, I'm good. I got it. Anyway. No, yeah. I mean, we're we're two. You know, we're two Jews that um, uh, want to let you know about Christmas, and we want to cash in on that too. Mm-hmm. Thank you for
3: let that. Let us help us know us.
2: Yeah, help <laughs> us not help you.
3: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, should I get back to it or what? Let's get back to it. This All is, right, let's this get back is,
2: to it because I'm really, actually, it's. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited about this.
3: Exactly. Um... So they couldn't prove the ransom note was uh, Patsy Ramsey. Um, The only people in the house were the family, right? Uh, She telephones everybody. Um, The officers uh, searched the house but didn't find any sign of force entry, right? Important. Very important, right? Um, So Officer Rick French, and this is very strange. Cool name. Just yeah, Rick like, French. Yeah. Right. Just like he's there. He probably does like really well with the Colorado yeah. ladies. Yeah. Like there's like a fun hotel bar that he Rick meets with Right. Son I of a Mickey yeah. <laughs> for a flirtini. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. So he went to the basement, which there's we'll put a picture up of the basement. I talked about it. There's a lot of exposed stones, and it's a very large finished basement. Um, and came to a door that was secured by a wooden latch. He paused for a moment in front of the door, but then just walk the fuck away from it. He was like, "This is clear. This is secure." Yeah, based let's on what check, intuition. Let's go check some other shit, I yeah. guess. And I assume when when police are canvassing a place for a mur- for a murder victim or evidence, like you check everything. I know it's a big house, and you got to get home so you can go to happy hour with uh your best lady but like
2: but i wonder like uh, it, it, uh, it was rick french was the the mm-hmm. colorado police uh, were they equipped to mm-hmm. investigate
3: a murder like well, this well that is always a theme of these yeah. things too no the answer yeah. is no yeah. so many things are tampered with we'll get into that soon but the same thing with like making a murder the the police they're usually just like hanging out giving people parking tickets dealing with bylaws they're not used to a giant national scale murder Like what of this a wealthy
2: prominent yeah. family which probably I'm sure there's gotta be a tiny bit of red tape going around like right. a tiny bit of like, like hey don't listen, bother
3: us it's Christmas. like we're yeah. a distraught family
2: you know we donate to the mm-hmm. police fund I don't know
3: exactly um, so uh, eventually the Ramsey's like we're going to pay the ransom right um a forensics team came to the house. They initially believed that uh, Jean Benet had been kidnapped because they couldn't find her even though they didn't check the whole of the house. So, okay. Um, so, Jean Benet's bedroom was the only room in the house that was uh, cordoned off to pre- prevent contamination of evidence. The only room of this giant house. Yeah. That's it. So, like, even then, no process was taken to prevent any contamination of evidence anywhere else. Who knows what was happening? Who's f- gummy little fingerprints? Burke's fucking who the fuck knows? Uh, Meanwhile, friends and family's uh, minister arrived at the home to support the Ramseys. Victim advocates also arrived at the scene. They visitors picked up and cleaned the surfaces of the kid. They were like, we're just helping out. We're just like, they're like going, like tromping through the house, cleaning things, making things in the oven. They were like, we're here to help. And nobody, the police were like, okay, yeah, yeah. Make this rich family at home instead of being like, no, everybody get the fuck out. This isn't like a community... Like a meeting center. and this, It's wait, a wait, crime scene. This is
2: like relatively recently. I mean, even if you mm-hmm. watch a procedural or watch yeah. any, like you would, like that mm-hmm. would be your, at least your instinct.
3: Yeah. Um, another detective, Linda Arnt, arrived at about 8 a.m. with the goal of awaiting the kidnapper's instructions, but there was never an attempt to claim the money. The money just kind of gets like falls to the wayside a little bit. Yeah. Right. So at 1 p.m. So this, again, it's been uh, like seven, eight hours. Uh, detective aren't asked John and uh, a family friend to see if the house just if anything was amiss. So like, uh, yay. Hey, a uh, possible murderer and your best friend. Why don't you just like, I'll look around. Just check shit out. Just see if we missed anything. Yeah. You know, the casseroles in the oven, there's 40 people in the living room, but like, just check it out. Just see. So John and his friend fleet white started their search in the basement. Interestingly enough, they didn't start in her room. Uh, John finally opened the latch door that Officer French had failed to open and found his daughter's body in one of the rooms. And again, it was still pretty cavernous. It was, oh, they describe it as a wine cellar. It's not really, like it is, but it's just more of like a mul- still like a multi-purpose finished basement. Uh, Jambonet's mouth was covered with duct tape. A nylon cord was found around her wrists and neck. Her torso was covered by a white blanket. Uh, the autos autopsy revealed that she had been killed by strangulation and a skull fracture. There was no evidence of rape, although sexual assault could not be ruled out. There was no semen found, but there had been a vaginal injury at the time of the autopsy. Op- How come I can't say autopsy? I don't, but you're like going to have to wheelhouse. say it a bunch of times. So know, get exactly, used to it. <laughs> it appeared her vaginal area had been wiped with a cloth. Her death was ruled a homicide. Um. So basically uh, the like it was like she was wrapped in nylon cord and a broken handle of a paintbrush was tied around her neck and had been used to strangle her. Like a tourniquet type thing. Yeah, like a tourniquet, whatever. Part of the bristle end of the paintbrush was found in a tub containing Patsy's art supplies, but the bottom third of it was never found despite extensive searching of the house by police in, in subsequent days. So it's like, now the police are on it. Okay. It's also like, how many things of the family do you need to implicate the family. And also,
2: statistically, it's the family. Yeah. Even like, if it's not, statistically, yeah, it's, like it's the family. Yeah, it's like Occam's
3: razor. Like, yes, what yes. is the easiest explanation? Even though, again, they, rich people in this country
2: yeah.
3: have it, this is gonna be revolutionary. Rich people in this country have it easy. They don't often have to be held <laughs> accountable.
2: This is a fringe Reddit theory yeah. I read in all caps. I also think the 90s were kind of like mm-hmm. rich people getting away with things. Oh or- yeah, rich people,
3: it was like cool to be rich in the Like, yeah. in the 90s it's like, pop collar like you want to seem rich you know it's not like now it's like oj exactly a few
2: years before was you know
3: exactly you're like you're always like nightclub yuppie shit it was still like pretty prevalent at this part time and in history so uh there was that weird paintbrush shit the autopsy got it right this time don't make me say it again though also revealed a vegetable or fruit material which may represent pineapple they're like it may be pineapple it may not be pineapple. But it was probably pineapple, which jean Bonnet had eaten a few hours before her death. Photographs of the home taken on the day when jean Bonnet's body was found to show a bowl of pineapple on the kitchen table with a spoon in it. Bingo. However, both John and Patsy said they didn't remember putting the bowl on the table or feeding her any fucking pineapple.
2: So, the, and that was would be middle of the night pineapple.
3: Yeah, that's like post Christmas. What Christmas treat do you want, little girl? Oh, have it a little bowl I'll have of about pineapple. A canned pineapple.
2: So is I, I is it like. Mm-hmm. Was the pi- was she you know I think this is, was she woke up in the middle of the night and says hey you want to have some pineapple yeah well
3: uh, Burke Ramsey's fingerprints were on the bowl so there's a little something but yeah who the fuck knows is it a Christmas ritual like yeah late night pineapple is that a thing the Ramseys have always maintained that Burke slept through the entire the whole thing until he was awakened several hours later after the police arrived mm-hmm. do you believe that. Mm. Mm. Later, they found DNA belonging to an unknown male person on JonBenet's body, but the sample didn't match any profile in the database. In October 2016, new forensic analysis revealed that the original DNA was actually two people, not just one person. But they still don't know who that is. So DNA has failed us time and time again. Well,
2: it seemed like probably if you had to do it all over again, they probably should have done it a lot differently. Yeah, uh, I mean,
3: yeah, it's not fair. DNA more, has not failed us. Yeah. I mean, the system has failed us, yeah. and DNA is a helpful the tool if you use it correctly. The level
2: seems to be pretty low.
3: Yeah, um, but the most important and cr- most critical error of all of this was that when John Ramsey found his dead daughter's body wrapped in a blanket, he picked it up and brought her upstairs. It's just like the most important area this crime scene he was just like come on let's go well i
2: mean like how about about Mm -hmm. this with little i'm just gonna throw little things at you what about being like well let me put my fingerprints and dna on her you see me doing that yeah no absolutely you know it's
3: it's very obvious you know and also again the idea of a police person an investigator being like hey potential criminal and best friend, why don't you just campus the house one last time? Like, they shouldn't no. have been anywhere near the house, really. They should have been taken elsewhere. The house, the whole house should have been like alone for investigators to investigate, forensics people to go through. And who through. doesn't
2: want to go into a locked door?
3: Yeah. It's the probably the most you basic. Are, everything in your career leads up to this. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What was it? Do you have any theories about that? Is Michelle?
2: I haven't talked specifically about Mm -hmm. that. Uh, I I either imagine it's incompetency. Mm -hmm. It's uh, I mean, I, you know, I think, I don't think police officers want it to be bad. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I, nobody wants it to be bad, but I don't think they want the spotlight of an unsolved, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. uh, Thing on them. And maybe it's, listen, if you go there, you walk in there and you don't open it, you have a feeling either there's nothing behind there or there's something behind there. And for, for the same reason, you do not open that door.
3: Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, the Ramseys provided handwriting, blood, hair samples to the police. They had a preliminary interview for more than two hours. Uh, Burke was interviewed as well, and, like, nothing was found conclusive. It is, uh, interestingly enough, the last night they would ever spend it in the house again. Um, so, on January 1st, the Ramseys granted an exclusive interview to CNN where Patsy famously said, a killer's on the loose. And this is something that is so interestingly dissected to uh, seeing the two parents and their dynamics. There's so many theories on this interview on the way each of them kind of play a part. Each of them react the reaction, the non-reaction um, it's really, really fascinating. Uh, on January 3rd investigators announced the note was torn from a tablet, of paper in the house. Uh, Jean Bonnet has her funeral in Atlanta and the Ramseys come back to Colorado and um, in April, John and Patsy are the focus of the investigation, and Patsy Ramsey is interrogated for six and a half hours, which is like also yeah, I know that's a long time, but like your daughter is dead, and then
2: you want to do anything you can to help. Yeah,
3: exactly. Uh, John is inter- interrogated for two hours, and I, after this, there's so much pushback because Patsy's like, I already did this big interview, kind of a thing. Like they, there's so much of them not wanting to be interviewed after this that it's like, what the f- like. So you spent half a day trying to get your the, your daughter's killer. I'm sorry we are inconveniencing you again. No, please proceed. I'm sorry, kind yeah. of a thing. Um, then uh, basically they there's a big grand jury case which goes underway, um, and in February 1998, a group of investigators buy the house for $650,000 pledging to resell it and donate the profits to the A. Ramsey Children's Foundation. The address is changed to 749 15th Street in 2001 at the request of a tenant who is negotiating to buy the home. Who lives in this home? Who wants to be here? I don't know.
2: We want to go there. I want to go there. Yeah, I, I don't mean- want to like...
3: I'll like I'm like. i in and out though, you know? Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what are we doing here? So a grand jury was convened September 15th, 1998, so it's almost been a year to consider... Uh, Indicting the Ramseys for charges related to the case in 1999, the grand jury returned a true bill to charge the Ramseys with placing a child at risk in a way that led to her death, and with obstructing an investigation of murder. Definitely, based on probable cause standard applied in such a grand jury proceedings, Um, but basically they didn't uh, prosecute them because they couldn't prove their guilt uh, beyond a reasonable doubt. So it kind of like it was like off and on and off and on in 2002, 2003 um and that the evidence in the case uh was said to be more consistent with the theory that an intruder murdered John Bonet than it was with the theory that Mrs. Ramsey did and she was really the focus on yeah. um, for the most part uh, the prime suspect of the family, which is interesting too because we'll talk about the CBS thing and it's it wasn't like that at all um so speaking of the house again in 1999 to 2001 EJ Doc Kreis, the University of Colorado's speed strength and conditioning coast rents the house before being fired and moving to California. <laughs> this house is a, for a down and out yeah. kind of a person. Um they changed the address in 2001 in 2004 popular televangelist Tim and Carol Milner by the house for 1.05 million. It's appreciating in value. Yeah, You know? I, I get that inflation is happening. Uh July 2008 the house is listed for 2.68 million in 2009 2.29 we're going back down 2.29 million. February 2011, 2.3 million. And then finally, 2014 is the last time it was put on the market for 1.98 million. Uh, now, Patsy dies of ovarian cancer in 2006 at age 49. Very tragic. Um, and the Ramses were officially cleared due to insufficient evidence in 2008. But after, okay, and I'm sure you know this. This is like so fucking bizarre. After John Ramsey's wife, Patsy, dies, he meets Beth Holloway while attending a fundraiser And the two, like, begin dating. And Beth Holloway is the mother of Natalie Holloway, the Alabama student who disappeared in 2005 (laughs) on her trip to Aruba.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Do you
3: remember this? Ramsey downplayed their relationship, saying that they developed a friendship of respect and admiration out of common interest related to their children. So this also reminds me of The Staircase, the guy from that, where it's like, crime and, like, sadness and heartbreak, like, he keeps finding that. Like, I are attracting them or something. I mean I
2: understand that, you know, you want to, you somebody that gets you. Yeah,
3: well it's like Shania Twain married her did you <laughs> you're this one. So Shania Twain was Twain was married to whatever her husband music producer M- Mutt Lang. Yeah, and he uh had an affair with this woman and, and Shania Twain married her husband. Oh.
2: So just like I <laughs> Still the
3: one is still a great song though. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah.
2: <laughs> listen, they don't don't impress me much. You know what oh, I mean? That's my jam. Oh, yeah? No, mine's um yeah, that that one I like I like me much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So I get that like like people in grief and these things are so larger than life that you'd find consolation with someone else who's experienced it, but you don't have to like date them.
2: It's I mean it just reeks a conspiracy. It's you know? so
3: weird. Um, but he didn't marry her, he married a third wife uh, in twenty eleven. He also And
2: she didn't maybe murder anybody. Yeah. So that's nice. Who well who knows? Yeah. I mean we still have
3: time, they're still both alive. Yeah. We'll see. So it was investigated on and off, still the case, in September 2016. Um, and then in 2017, last year, CBS did a special that featured full-scale replicas of the home, which are really crazy, and they must have spent so much money. But did you see this special? No, no, I, I, not one. I bet Michelle did. Uh, holy shit. It's like they do so much shit, and it's like inconclusive kind of a thing. And they talk, they heavily implicate Burke, and then their parents kind of covering it up.
2: And Burke is the is the son, yeah, yeah,
3: um, and his like violent tendencies. Well, that's, that's what Michelle was yeah. like.
2: Talking. So yeah, the the uh, the son that you know was uh, was he very very violent, and uh, and they uh, covering it up for. They're like, oh, well, we already lost, mm-hmm. you know, uh, our daughter. Are we? Gonna, I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a classic in in TV shows and procedurals and movies. Yeah. It's like parents covering up for. Uh, yeah, with their with their child because they're like, well, now we're gonna lose both of them. Yeah, F- is that justice? You know what I mean? I
3: get, but it's also like your life is going to be destroyed yeah. anyway. And he was young enough where even if they were like came clean about it, if that were the case, like it's not like he would have gone to jail for the rest of his life. And also, yeah. they were very rich people; they, de- had, had sure a good they could have. I'm sure. Yeah,
2: they could have. Uh, Inter- interesting it
3: choice, in the- Ramses. Uh, if that's the case, but they're both. uh Burke Ramsey and John Ramsey sued CBS for like 250, yeah. 100 million, 100 million yeah. millions of hundreds of dollars um, because of it, because of they so heavily did that. Um, and I did a little uh, recon on Burke. He's got a girlfriend. He uh, works from home. He uh, has like a chill like kind of office coordinating job since his early 30s. Just living his life.
2: Yeah. I just wonder. I mean, I don't like does if like if he if he did do it and you uh, do you have that tendency, do you grow up with that, uh, you know, being like you know, talking about being a sociopath mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. that is? Do you just grow up being like, I can live with it, you know, I, yeah. I can I can I can live with this?
3: Well, I don't know. Like, I'm sure the statute he was of limitations, eight, right? he was, yeah, yeah, he's eight, yeah. are that like if he were to confess, he would get investigated for sure. Like, it's not like it's like four. 40 years later kind of a thing. But I feel like if you, I feel like if you're that young and you've committed a murder, you don't really remember it. Like you've be, skewed yeah. it. you skewed yeah. it. Your parents probably told you you didn't do it kind of a thing. I think there's a lot of things at play that would convince you, which is good, like mercifully for your life that you didn't do that. But again, like what is the truth? And it's, you know, this poor girl is killed and, and you your In
2: your, in your kind of, I guess another, your working theory, mm-hmm. uh, or, or what would you think of this situation? Do you think he just say hit her in the head with a what frying pan, mm-hmm. knocked her out, and then the and then the parents came in mm-hmm. and did like added all the other bells mm-hmm. and whistles, the tying her up, the choking, you know, adding yeah, all like the other stuff, like post, the vaginal shit. I mean, can, like you know. And then obviously, yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, the note and uh, I mean, I guess that, mm-hmm. you know, that would make people think like, well, who else knew he got that 100, was it 118,000? That 110 uh, or something. Yeah. Something who knew that who is it somebody from his work that was jealous, yeah. you know, and, and what is the I mean, you know, uh, obviously reality TV ha- had, you know. Us obsessed with I say the royal us mm-hmm. obsessed with pageants uh, pageant moms yeah. momagers stage moms stage dads mm. etc. Just like a
3: beautiful like living doll child gets brutally murdered and
2: what is it what is it what is it to be the mother mm-hmm. if the mother is what is it to be the mother of that child does that change like do you like when you're putting so much money time mm-hmm. uh, yourself you yeah. know uh, your you know past like failures into mm-hmm. Uh, and trying to make it right second time around. Yeah. Does that, what place does that bring you to?
3: I don't know. I mean, it's hard. And I, I honestly, I don't know if I believe, okay, so we talk about the pineapple. She was found in the cellar area. Like, I think, I mean, I, the parents, I know, like, like, I think beyond a cover up, the parents had something to do with it. Because it's like, I think about my siblings, we were all very violent with each other. Oh, yeah. It was, right? Just like brutal. Yeah. But, like, you don't go somewhere else to like, be violent. Like, was she running away? Like, I don't, like, I still, I feel like there's parts of it that even if he did it and they were just covering it up that like still seemed questionable to me. Like, I get that he's like, maybe she was up or that they're like, let's get some food or something. And he like fed her some pineapple. But, like, how did they get halfway across the house?
2: And was she, uh, I wonder if it, it was she like, hey, you want to, was she woken up to be like, hey, you want to come downstairs at yeah. two in the, whatever it was, three yeah. in the morning and have some. It has some. It has some pineapple. Yeah, that like, doesn't what? sound very enticing it's just like for weird. even even yeah. the, to the weirdest. It's
3: like a little tiny girl to be like, yeah, I guess I'll get up and do this.
2: Yeah. So was she already mm-hmm. up, and something happened? Was she awoken uh, for this to happen?
3: Yeah, I just don't understand it. But there were some things that I read about Burke and Jambinay's rooms were really close to each other. Which also, like, why would you go downstairs to do to get this and then go somewhere totally? Elsewhere, like the parent The parents woke up Found them There's a Timeline of events That I hope In our lifetime We will find out about this I'm not sure if we will But something where it's like Taking us through all of this And yeah. finally explaining it
2: Wow well, I mean listen I, A lot of podcasts Have uh, we Brought just, Let's uh, brought, solve it right uh, now Solve so- we're not the ones. No, maybe uh, we can
3: barely read it off a piece of paper. Yeah, so. I mean,
2: we, we, also, I, I always imagine like, what if, um, let's say, all of all of the, you know, the world and mm-hmm. all the books and information were just decimated, and mm-hmm. all that was left was this podcast. I'm and for oh my god! Ge- like for other people to come Scary. here and be like, we got to learn about what was it like to be an mm-hmm. earthling? Mm-hmm. And they base it on... They still say earthling, though. <laughs> yeah, they say earthling. Earthling. It's the 1950s. Yeah. Like, what is it like to be an earthling? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and they base it all on the information um, from this podcast.
3: I guess i would just want to like deeply apologize they'd be like what is this patreon deal like, <laughs> shut the fuck up yeah, about you patreon. patreon we don't you what is money yeah <laughs> so yeah, exactly. we don't Maybe. understand yeah
2: but uh it is patreon.com dot let <laughs> slash go whether you are listening from another planet or you're just listening or here
3: or under deep below us in some kind of underground cave yeah. or a wine cellar i don't yeah. know